apparently uh, Metrolinx is investigating. You have to wonder what's happening there. A neighbor saw these guys because she is right across from the entryway to the subway where they work. She saw them come out in front of her house and they're basically hauling off on a joint. Not once, but twice she sees them. Once in the morning, once at lunch. So she basically gives a call over to uh, Metrolinx. They get on the horn and they shut everything down, which you should do. It's appropriate, right? And the penalty for uh, using drugs or alcohol on the job is immediate termination. They're not happy about it. Metrolink spokesperson Anne-Marie Aiken called the incident shocking. It's something she said to the Toronto Star that we are taking extremely seriously. Well, I hope so. The entire crew, 25 people sent home. They say they have a zero tolerance for any kind of consumption of drugs or alcohol on the job. But I'm hearing... You know, ear to the ground, ear to the radio. I'm hearing a lot of people saying, no, you know what? This is actually normal. A lot of people blow a joint and work on the construction site. I find that terrifying. As someone that might use those tunnels, as someone that's going to, you know, probably darken the door of a building or two, I want to know that the person wasn't high while they were constructing it. Is it just me? Is that too much to ask that you're sober while you're on the job? Go home and smoke your doobie. I, I don't care about that. I'm just worried about the safety Uh, And I'm not the only one that is worried about safety. In fact, uh, we're joined now by David Frame. He's the Director of Government Relations for the Ontario General Contractors Association. And back in July, he had some concerns about the upcoming cannabis legislation that the uh, feds are working on. And he put together this uh, letter for the minister and uh, the attorney general. And he basically sent it out uh, to make sure they knew uh, what you know, they were facing as far as the construction industry goes with regard to people using uh, illegal substances and and even substances that are legal. Uh, He joins me on the show right now. David, thanks for being here. My pleasure, Kelly. So uh, in this letter, I've got it in my hands here, uh, you say we are concerned about the issues we have with impairment and the use of intoxicating substances as a threat to worker safety. And the legalization of cannabis is about to make this problem much worse. Give us an idea of how big this problem is. Well, it's hard to know. You've been talking to your listeners, so you you have some idea of what we face as well. We talk to our members, and virtually every one of them say it's a problem and it's an issue they have to deal with. Okay, are they... They don't have have the tools to deal with it, though. That's the problem. Okay, so what would those tools look like? Well, most of our members put forward a policy, which is called Fit for Duty. And Fit for Duty says you are going to come to the job site ready to work, which means, among other things, you're not going to be impaired. And workers are expected to follow that. And if they don't, they can be sent home. You would think they'd be fired. I mean, most of us would worry if we came into work uh, intoxicated or high that, you know what, our job might uh, go the way of, you know, that joint that we just smoked. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it, it's a problem for the industry. We've, uh, uh, you, you mentioned the, the submission we gave to the Attorney General. We've been into the Minister of Labor as well. Minister of Labor is responsible for the Occupational Health and Safety Act. So you would think the Act would speak to this, but unfortunately it doesn't. I want to talk about this crosstown construction site, you know, where uh, the resident complaints saw some workers smoking pot. They were sent home. They're now investigating. Right. Uh, that doesn't sound shocking to you? The idea that some people were working on the uh, the tunnel it, high? It, 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 no, I'm not surprised by it, although I know uh, Crosslinks to be a very safe employer. 
Yeah, beyond the threat uh, to themselves, people that smoke, mm-hmm. you know, pot or, or drink on the job or to the coworkers on the site, I would imagine there's a public safety component here because they're working on infrastructure or buildings that people have to use. Absolutely. Well, it's not just that. Some of them may be operating heavy equipment. Right. Right. An accident with heavy equipment doesn't just endanger them, doesn't just endanger their co-worker, but it can potentially danger the public as well. Is it hard to fire people from these positions on account of the union? I wouldn't say it's hard to do, but um, uh, with something like marijuana, it's hard to prove, right? If you don't actually catch them smoking it, uh, there's few ways to be able to know know if they're intoxicated or not. We do not have the right to do any sort of random drug testing. Would you like to see that as something absolutely. that is considered? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and with the legalization discussion that's happened, particularly federally, that has been a request of the industry, but it's, it's gone nowhere. What, what are you hearing back from the government on that? Um, that doesn't getting, sound hopeful. Yeah. For all of us listening right now. I know. I'm trying to be charitable, actually. Uh, You know, when we took this to the Ministry of Labor, they they said, and this was, you know, earlier in this process, they said, this isn't on our radar. That was the response we got. Well, that's why you're bringing it to them, to put it on their radar. That's right. That's right. And legislatively, it is very difficult to put forward. Uh, Courts have been reluctant to uphold any sort of testing, so that's been a problem. Um, We have charter rights as well, and it becomes a charter right issue. So it's it's a very difficult issue in Canada. Are you concerned that legalization is going to send out a message that, you know, you're already smoking on on the job at construction sites, it's no big deal? Well, listen, it already has. It already has. It, it's been an issue for for years, but the fact that it's legal, people are saying, oh, no one's going to do anything about it now. It's going to be legal in a couple of weeks anyways. I understand this is like, this is a tricky situation because if you're a contractor and this is what you guys are worried about, first of all, it is, you know, there are uh, rulings that have been established. So the employment's, uh, you know, the, empl- the employee's uh, employer is obligated to make, you know, efforts to accommodate if you're suffering from substance abuse right. or dependency. And I That's get that. True. And, you know, we're living in a different world now. And, and you know, I get it. it you know, uh, addiction is something that you have to be you have to treat with kid gloves. I mean, it, it's uh, so you're in this kind of between a rock and a hard place. But the other here's the hard place. If there's somebody that's impaired and they go to work and you've allowed them to perform a high risk job. If you're a contractor, you could be on the hook. You could be liable here, right? Uh, they could be. And if there's an accident, there's workers' compensation that they're liable for as well. Uh, and if there's an accident, they possibly could be charged under the, the uh, uh, under one of the Ministry of Labor Acts, such as uh, the Workplace Safety and Insurance Act. So what do you do if you're an employer? I mean, you have to catch these guys in the act. Do you have to set up cameras around your work site? Uh, I don't think we're doing that at this point. Um, the, the main thing is if we have policies and we try to enforce uh, the policy that says they have to be fit for duty. 
I really appreciate your time today, David. I uh, I feel for you, and I hope you hear from the government uh, some good news for all of us, because I don't feel comfortable knowing that people could be possibly smoking a joint and then working on for some you know infrastructure that I might be traveling on at a future date or in a building that I might be uh, living in. Who knows? Well, listen, thank you for raising it. It's an important issue. We've been trying to get the government's intent- attention on this. Maybe we'll get somewhere now. All right. Well, hopefully we've rattled the cage. Thanks so much for being here. I know there's a lot of people that uh, think that it's no big deal when you smoke pot. Look, it, I'd be a hypocrite if I said I've never experienced uh, the marijuana leaf. I lived out west for a while. I don't think it's a big deal. I just I can't imagine smoking a joint and coming to work. That's not, not something I'm about to do. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.